welcome to Lamestorming, a comedy game design podcast for two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Hi, how's it going? And, Ben, we have yet another guest this week. We do. Well, maybe we'll just let you introduce yourself. Yeah, so um, my name's Reese. I work over at Pinefire Studios down in Canberra, and yeah, we're making a game called Kieru. It's a uh, black and white multiplayer ninja game where you utilize the environment's color and your own color to camouflage yourself from each other. Yeah, so you'll be utilizing either, you'll be either a black ninja or a white ninja, playing on your respective teams and using the environment's black and white aesthetic to stealth around from each other. Yeah, we, we had a go at PAX. It was, it was really awesome. Like, I love the... Yeah, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the style and how well, like, how, like, how well it works. Like, you really... It's not just camouflage. Like, you literally can't see yeah, the other so players. Yeah, so you hide completely. It's, yeah. yeah. So it's really sort of strategic. And, and then, yeah, when you kill someone, you get the big spurt of of Big spurt of red blood, blood red. So. Hang on. You killed someone? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to do that. I did. Bit, I did a bit better than you. I, had, I had, did have a couple of goes. I was I was at PAX for a little bit longer than you were. Drew, so. Yeah, I was there for the one day. Yeah. So you're a, you're an artist on the project, is that right? Um. Yeah. So well, we sort of wear a lot of hats as indie yeah, developers. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. an artist. We do a bit of um like visual scripting stuff in Blueprints mm-hmm. as well in Unreal Engine. So sort of whatever needs to be done. And uh, and this is the the first game for your studio. Yep, so this is our first uh, big project together. We've made a little prototypes and stuff earlier on. This is our first game sure. that we've been working on. Was this your first PAX this year? Um, no, so we went to PAX um, last year as well. Yep, okay. Showing off the game. Oh, it must be it must be good to... Like, I imagine you have at least a few people who sort of see it each year and, and see oh, the progress it on it. And... Yeah, it was yeah. super great. So we came back this year. It's um, a completely, entirely new build of the game and a completely yep. new um, game engine even. And just people coming back and actually confirming that it's a lot better now than it was it was really nice people come yeah. back it's like yeah this is so much better than last year and i enjoyed it last year that was that was really nice that's awesome so what engine were you using beforehand so we originally started making the game in unity because that's what we yep. knew at the time and we were making unity know, for an indiscriminate amount of time we were making it for a long time in unity and um <laughs> there were just some roadblocks in the way with how unity was at the time with uh networking like yes. uh, trying to get the game networked it was a bit rough at the time I don't know how it is now but back then it was kind of rough so we decided to make the leap into Unreal Engine because it's sort of designed around making first person network multiplayer games so like let's mm. give this a go and yeah so we moved everything across and basically started from scratch oh that that would have been so annoying <laughs> yeah yeah it was a big jump and it was intimidating because none of us had ever really used Unreal Engine before either so it was an experience but it was a good one it was definitely a learning experience and now we're Unreal and loving it so it's good fantastic all right, well, shall we get started on some brainstorming? <laughs> I think, as usual, we'll kick off with some click pitch. Uh, so for those who haven't listened before, this is where we take random words and jam them together and come up with game ideas based on that. Uh, usually it's just uh, two, but since there are three people, we'll, we'll each do a random word. Three, two, one, click confection. Gleaming. I got traveling. Gleaming, traveling, confession. Okay, that we can work with that. All right, well, let's figure out what sort of game because it's a, it's about confectionery of some sort. And yeah, it has presumably to be. you're selling it, perhaps, or making it. Where is traveling? Tra- yeah, where is the traveling seller of confectionery? Travel the lands, selling confectionery. And. The gleaming is all the gold that you're taking in. Yeah, so. <laughs> all the, the mad dough you're. Or really it's just in. like the really shiny, like hard candy and stuff that you, that you sell. Okay, you sell yeah, that, you sell you sell solely uh, uh, 
hard, hard, hard lollies, hard candy. Um, right. What? Where are the? Where do the game mechanics come come from? This. Let's see. Well, it could always go down the this, this, um route of like it's a resource management game where you have to travel from city to city, managing okay. your okay uh, confectionery so like- output to your income and deciding how much. Almost like a um commerce simulator. We've got to sell to the right candies to the right places at the right cost to get your maximum income. So there must there'll be some interesting resources involved then, I imagine. I mean sugar, obviously, is gonna be a big one. There's sugar um, in confectionery? <laughs> wait, wait, what do you what? mean this This explains everything. You guys just blew my mind just then. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the water. Um so you gotta go around to all the sugar mines and send in sugar your mines. <laughs> the sugar mines. You mine it from and, the ground. Um, I don't know what what else goes into confectionery. You need something to make all the difference. Sugar and colors, colors, yeah, colors, right? It's okay, just... so is there gelatin in this? And if so, do we have to go kill horses? <laughs> I, I oh, guess Jesus we could make Christ. it kind of grim and really highlight the absurdity of the ingredients that go into what we put into our bodies every day. Well, maybe it's a choice that you get to make. Is you can make like vegan. You can go for vegan confectionery. Yeah, and really target and, that market. Yeah, it sort of ups the difficulty a bit because yeah, you can't go and kill that's hard mode. horses for gelatin. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I mean, often those colours and stuff come from bugs and stuff, right? You, like, yeah, so there's red and, and like and the shellac. Days, yeah, yeah, comes yeah, from so crushed up beetles. You got to get your little net out and catch all the beetles, <laughs> little net, catch the bugs right to crush up can- candy that you want. <laughs> crush them up. Mm. Mm, this jelly beans. happens to like uh, red, red sticky candy, so you're going to be killing a lot of bugs and horses. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so what year are we sort of thinking? If it's a traveling salesman, can he be actually traveling by horse and buggy? I was always imagining him like an old man with a mule. That's yeah, just in my mind. <laughs> so if you're really low on gelatin, you just <laughs> you, you, sacrifice you take, the mule. Sacrifice the mule. And uh, and then you, you'll be a bit slower after that and you can carry less until you find a new one. But, you know, it might get you through those hard times. But also it may it may give you a better tasting candy and therefore in this place you make lots more money and therefore you can buy another mule on the way out. Well, if, if we're Excellent. setting this... Yeah, if we're setting this kind of in somewhat like sort of medieval... I mean, you could bring Oldie in times. some sort of... Uh, wizardry sorcery as well and, and that could be a whole other sort of a skill tree you my know? god magic candy yeah that'll really what make a it world gleam. love potion candy that would gleam if it's if it's glowing with magical energy yeah mm. and, uh, <laughs> you know this this particular candy just makes everyone really horny and just sells super well yeah <laughs> that sounds great and it's little and blue <laughs> <laughs> it's little and blue yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in this game, are we going to have like a mini game where there's like a match three component, like a, a, maybe to crush the candy? Yeah, to or crush the like candy that? or crush the reason, Sorry, crush the beetles. You have to line up the red beetles to crush them. Okay, yep, that that works. So well, actually, I mean that game. that could work. That could work really well for the main. Like actually, for the main sort of mechanic of the game is for when you're making the candy. Yeah, it's a match three game. Like there are some really cool mechanics out there for match three games where you know when you match particular things, it either gives you resources or like does an action or whatever. And and if you crush the wrong the wrong color bugs, then it it changes the color profile of the candy. And yeah, yeah. So it's maybe it's a strategic sort of sort of candy crush game that you really don't want to be crushing the blue because that'll turn the red purple. And no one wants purple lollies when they want red. That's right. You want the primary colours. They're, they're the big yeah. colours. 
<laughs> you only sell primary lollies here. Oh, I like that one. That's good. That was fun. It's a it's a good starting yeah. game. Let's click again. Three, two, one, click. Who's, who's going first? Who's going to say it? Fullness. Kissing. Settle. Settle. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> okay. Fullness. So I mean, fullness could be lips. That'll go with yeah, kissing. like full kissing, lips. and you've, you're settling for a partner. It's a dating yeah. sim where you've got to settle because you can't <laughs> that, find that perfect your... person, but you settle. Yeah, so it's not like this. It's not this super romantic dating sim. It's all about compromise. <laughs> it's all. It's all about compromise. Yeah, it's about matching up. Like you know, well, I'm really good at doing the dishes, and they're really good at drying. So, like, we don't really have any sexual chemistry, but. Yeah. If we don't like each other that I'll much. settle for that. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't hate each other and we have a few laughs. Seven. Yeah, that's that's right. We we both really enjoy um Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And you know, that's that's enough for us. That just makes me happy. Enough. <laughs> so could we could we take this that maybe you're playing an AI of like a really dodgy agency so you all you get is the basic profiles and you've got to try and ma- match the couples up and so you're playing as someone matching other people. So you're playing. Yeah. So as you could the have website. like you're, you're playing as the website. And yeah. It's like literally, okay, Cupid. Like it's just okay. And the people that you're matching are real people. <laughs> <laughs> it's multi. That's right. It's massively multiplied. So in fact, actually, we're not even making a game here. We're just making no, we're, a dating we're starting service. a business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But we're game. I don't know. I reckon you could have some. You, you could have some game mechanics or something in there. Maybe it's a point and click adventure game, and you start off doing, <laughs> okay. doing that, and then you follow like a, one of these couples, you know, through their early relationships with other people that isn't quite matching, and you you're really trying throughout the game. Yeah, like they're to match super things. romantic, but they just burn out really quickly. <laughs> so you know that they they'd match together, but you you can't quite get them to match because of, like, conflicting things. And if you match them up through the right matches, they, they start to change. I don't so, know. So I, what? Yeah? I'm, I'm, not seeing, I'm not seeing the point and click, to be honest. But I, I, <laughs> you're not seeing the point and click. Yeah, but, I do like okay. the idea of, of perhaps that you're matching other people. And actually, I was going to say, like, we just did a match three. And maybe that's, but I think I, I was going to say do a match three, but that's kind of a different dating sort of website. <laughs> oh, we could go with that. We could <laughs> whatever you want, man. Whatever you're into. Well, we're kind of playing a match three at the moment. We take three random words and we match them together, and, <laughs> and they exploit. See what comes of that. <laughs> no, I don't know. There, there's some good stuff there. I, I like the idea actually of yeah, either the, of it. yeah of the dating sim or yeah. I think it works better just actually for our initial idea. Like you, um, yeah playing because we've never done a dating simulator bit simulator before but one of these you know conversation based things and you've got yeah you've got your variety of you know six or seven different suitors and you have to talk to them all and and figure out figure out who's good for who yeah but it, but but the twist is that yeah you just you just want to find someone to it's not even netflix watch and gilmore chill, girls you just want netflix you just want to watch gilmore girls <laughs> with someone strictly gilmore girls yeah, that's it. It's you've restricted your Netflix. It's the only thing that plays. You load up Netflix and just every little rectangle is Gilmore. <laughs> just Gilmore Girls. Just another episode. <laughs> cool. Well, I, think, I think we've wrung as much as we can out of that one. Yeah, that one's that was a stretch. It was. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Click Reverie. Sparkler. Freak. <laughs> okay. What was the first word? Reverie. 
a state of being pleasantly lost in one's thoughts, a daydream. Yeah, okay, so not like revelry, which is like... No, not revelry. Revelry actually works better because you could do a New Year's sort of theme. Yeah, I was thinking that, but... With sparkle. No, revelry. Well, maybe we'll, <laughs> let's try revelry, and if we can't do anything, we'll just like bend the rules. We'll, we'll and just we'll change it. Revelry. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it's, it's our fucking show. A daydreaming freak. All right, day- a daydreaming freak with a sparkler. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, it sounds real dangerous. So maybe it's one of these sort of. It's like an action adventure, or like a you know, like a third person sort of thing. But it's one of the. It's one of these games where there's sort of one world overlaid on top of the other, and you can switch between them. Like he goes into his daydream mode. In my mind, was um all I can think about is uh Keen's dreams. Commander Keen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you're the yeah. worst one of them. Yeah. Like, you're just a freak in your own dream world, but your main weapon is a sparkler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not bad, actually. Yeah, you're, like, trapped in your daydreams because, yeah, you, you, have just, you know, you have some pretty severe mental health issues, obviously. It's severe. Crippling, yeah. even. Yeah. So, can you drag some of your friends into this and they're like, oh, God, the freaks dragged us in or something <laughs> like this. And it's a co-op. <laughs> multiplayer platformer where you're stuck in your friend's freaky daydreams so so is it actually your friend's daydream so it's there's some sort of like a uh, user generated content involved here where you know, one person oh actually God. generates a level out of their daydreams and all the other people have to play it and just cringe <laughs> I, I think you could have like have you either of you played firewatch yes no not yet I've been so at, at the start of firewatch there's some questions that that go through at the start of the game I'm thinking you could actually ask those questions at the very start of the game and use the answers that the um that the do uh, like player a, you do comes like up a, with a Myers Briggs. I love quiz. that. And and then you can you can bring some of those answers into your particular daydream level. So okay. if you if you go to a friend's level, then you're going to be going to something that is totally twisted away from what from what your daydream is because you know it's based on a different profile. That's cool. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. We feel like this big quiz. Um, personality test yeah i i sort of i sort of see it as um uh the alice in wonderland sort of idea of you know taking a, a basic world and then just twisting it in in certain ways okay I, I love that i think that's really cool it could be a base level and then that gets twisted or just completely just generated from scratch <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people are doing some pretty good things with, with randomly generated levels these days. As they as are. You, as long as you bring in some... As long as you've got enough kind of raw material, I think you could do some pretty cool stuff. I actually really like that. I think that's really cool. So, what what sort of things can we can we picture in this in this daydream? I, I, can, I, I can picture something that I've always, you know, sort of had in my daydreams, which is the ability to fly. Okay. So how could you how could you twist that in such a way that it would actually be a bad thing? Does it have to, so wait is that where the freak bit comes in? It just it has to Yeah, be. I think that's where the freak bit comes in that maybe you're freaked out and it's it's <laughs> kind of like a nightmare danger. Well, maybe it's or maybe it's that it's all the things you're really into and the game doesn't actually tell you that it's going to invite your friends in and so you get freaked out when your friends find all your <laughs> So get dropped fishes. into it. <laughs> 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 oh my god it's like a prank game you buy your friend so they yeah. fill out this quiz and like try to play it when really you're like waiting on the sidelines waiting to jump in on it when it gets generated yeah it like hooks into <laughs> facebook and shares a link to everyone in your friends list gets your browser history yeah oh my god yeah. ben you've actually got an oedipus complex 
I'm really into sparklers because we have to bring sparklers. <laughs> yeah, there's that's also sparklers. I don't know. There's just spark. It's a, it's just completely non sequitur. They just have there are sparklers in every level. They're really what tie it together. <laughs> makes it consistent across levels. There's always sparklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes us feel like one one solid world, one this cohesive is, you know, experience. Sparkler world. Everyone knows about sparkler world. <laughs> it's a pretty nonchalant game name for the game as well if you're gonna like buy that for a friend to try and prank them with this thing it's just sparkler world yeah okay play yeah. this great game What's sparkler that? world yeah it's gonna ask you for permission to your facebook <laughs> oh. but just ignore that yeah <laughs> just ignore it who says it has to ask permission i was almost thinking that you could actually just call it reverie and that too you know no one no one actually knows what it is so. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to think look it's, it they're gonna think it's revelry and think it's going to be <laughs> yes. it's a party game. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, it is. <laughs> kind of, yeah. You know, the game of all your wildest daydreams. Well, because what hap- <laughs> what's going to happen is you, someone on your friends list is going to play and go, oh, I'm, I'm really into that too. And Ooh. then it does become revelry. Then it goes back to the dating simulator we came up with earlier. <laughs> yeah, they're tied together. Yeah. They're sort of intrinsically intertwined there. That often seems to happen, funnily enough. <laughs> We'll bring the match three in there somewhere there. <laughs> Once three again, we keep on coming up with these ideas that I actually really want to play. Yeah. That, like, yeah, I'd be interested yeah, yeah, that, in seeing this. That tends to happen. But hell, that's not what we're here for. So let's click again. No, we're here, we're here for We're here for comedy. Yeah. Comedy being with, laughing. Ca- with occasional game design. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Click. Concussion. No, we're not clicking. Not saying that. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Do it. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Mature. Mature. Vagina concussion. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Oh, shit. Mature. Um, um, I can't, I, I've got an image in my head. I can't say it's a game. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, what do we? I'm 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 lost here. What do we do with this? I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, that's we could make a hentai game. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's going like back into the of... dating sim stuff, right? Like <laughs> again, it revolves back to that and for the six fantasies it. earlier on for the previous game. I mean, um, you know those, you know those like Japanese games. Usually, you wake up with amnesia, so concussion is the beginning. <laughs> Concussion. And, uh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I think that's dangerous grounds. I don't know. <laughs> Let's click again. Yes, I think we will. Three, two, one, click. Oh, oh fuck off. Clicking. Did you get penis? Uh. <laughs> Gynecology. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that we can make a game from. That can be. Mine's disc. Mine's excommunication. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we get? Disc excommunication and gynecology. So, <laughs> excommunicated gynecologist with a six CD. <laughs> it's like you just you're trying to like pawn your, pawn your mixtape off, yeah, onto all your clients. <laughs> I think um, this brings us back to that, like. Awkward eye contact game, Trevor. That we that we talked about on a previous episode. <laughs> you have to you, you you're doing your job, and you have to not look them in the eye while also trying to sell your uh, your CD to them. <laughs> oh, I 
really can't believe you got gynecology after Holy vagina. shit. That's I think what the are the ran- chances of that? The random word generator is trying to tell us something. Yeah. No, <laughs> there aren't enough trying to lead us down a path and I'm not sure whether we can go down. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I don't think we're mature enough as a podcast to, <laughs> to, to really tackle these um yeah. these very uh, adult situations. Yeah. It's too adult. Yeah. These are adult things. I need, yeah. <laughs> we're, not a, we're not adults. We're game developers and podcasters. <laughs> we, we don't know anything about this stuff. All right. No. I think I think one more. One more. Click again. again. Three. Give up. Two. One. Torturing. Scaffolding. Accommodate. Accommodate. Okay. (laughs) Torture, scaffold, and accommodate. So accommodate could be around accommodation. So like building something. Obviously. And it's the scaffolding comes into building as well. And what you're building is like it's like one of those like tower building games where you have to put together like the bits and pieces to make good torture chambers. For all your, like, freaky guests. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So your guests have specific needs. So, yeah, so basically, specific it's needs. like a... Um, this is a bondage room. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's a building like, game for like, a, for, like, an S&M club of some kind. Yeah. Man, this episode... Man. Like, pretty good. like, is it, like, from a, like, fallout shelter sort of perspective? So you have to... Where you've you got, have got these rooms that you have to... Dominatrix... Dom- dominatrices? Dominatrices? <laughs> I think it's just dominatrixes. Dominatrixes? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure but yeah, so you have to hire these people to like cater to your guests and you've got to Yeah, like, you gotta build put, your put the right equipment in the right rooms and build your cool fetish tower. Yeah, totally. Torture torture chambers and Yeah. There was there was an old like Monty Python sketch where um they were talking about an old person's home and the whole the whole sketch was about him creating like this massive torture chamber and that was just killing killing all the old people i was thinking maybe you could have like an incredible machine type game where scaffolding is involved in all this sort of stuff and i like where this is going no no i'm thinking that it's still you're still building some sort of like snm thing but it's not it's not a traditional like place your rooms hire your staff it's it is an incredible machine type game where like your clients drop from the top <laughs> and you have to like send them down. It's like okay, this person's into whipping, so like you have to make sure that they go down the path that's just like a tunnel Leads to whipping with a con- with a conveyor belt and whips that are like that's hooked up awesome. to yeah, and like the, the, this is the spanking section, and so you just you have to you know there's a whole there's a whole helter skelter of leather and and that's nipple, awesome. and nipple clamps, lots so. of them too. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, is there going to be like logic gates along the way? Yeah, that's what there I was thinking. Be, yeah, so because you, can... you have to like sort out this conglomerate of patrons into their separate likes and dislikes, and then funnel them down into your specifically designed rooms or yeah. tunnels that cater yeah. to their specific interests. That's it, and there's going to be like a best path through it for the specific yeah. combination. For efficiency. Yeah, for efficiency, to really efficiently <laughs> meet all their kinks, all their kink needs. And avoid their turnoffs. Should it be like a logic puzzle where you've got to actually work out what the people are into? They don't necessarily just tell you right out. So well, maybe, maybe they do during the early customers. levels, but yeah. later. The early levels you don't know, but as you like put them through your little machine, you, you have to gauge the reactions. You, you see the happiness meter for each of the people go, oh, this yeah. one's going up, he likes this, and send him down that, you that know, path. The, the good, uh, if, you, if you're running a, a, if you're running a, 
business like this, then you get to know your regulars, and that's how you get repeat uh, patronage. A repeat so. business is where the money is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's like, hey, it's it's uh, Fred again. I know that he's into spanking and ball gags, so <laughs> send him down his heart. <laughs> Send him to the Frank suite. Yeah, it's ready for him. We have your regular room ready for you. <laughs> oh, hey, Frank, how can we accommodate you today? <laughs> Excellent. Fucking Excellent. That's a good one. I like that. That's really that cool. feels like a real I like, game. I actually, yeah, I, that, that idea of turning some sort of building game into a, into a physics simulation. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> kind of cool. About, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> and they're ragdolling, you know, they're ragdolling. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, so Which actually really you could have, there could too. be some strategy around that, right? Like, depending on where they like to be spanked, you need to have some sort of... <laughs> you, to, oh, you have to, so like, cool. have them rotated in the right direction. <laughs> like, put pegs in so they bounce off the pegs and, like... Exactly, point yeah. the right body parts at the slap, slappy majigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the butts just get redder and redder as they go down. Okay, yeah. so already an idea for DLC for this. Yeah. Yeah. You're now in charge... Of torturing people in hell, <laughs> okay, and yeah. so therefore you're, you're sending people down to places that are the complete opposite of what so they it's flipped like. Flipped on its head, you're trying to torture them. Ah, okay. And so you get a whole new like tile set. You get a whole new tile set of this time. It's actually like spikes and I don't know other actual torture devices as opposed to and just, make sure you don't yeah, put them into like anything Iron they actually Maiden enjoy. And um, I know the rack. Yeah, yeah, and actually, and that, and that could be strategic as well because if you stretch them on the rack then you can, like, send them down thinner <laughs> sections of your level. And, with, and with, like, tighter um, amounts of, like, torture devices. That yeah, exactly. More you can use, your, you can your, use your space more efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> you have a stretching rack at the side of each one just to make sure that your efficiency is on point. The game's yeah. all about efficiency. That's oh, the absolutely. main thing. You know, you've got and you know what the, what the worst torture is? You, you send one of them down into the slow internet room and just have them on like a, on a Skype call that they literally can't hear any words. They just all pile like... into my house. Yeah, they're trying to run yeah. like a podcast, like a game design slash comedy podcast with bad internet. Yeah, it's, it's hell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do one more. All right, let's get Just you. before the break. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Click. Cereal. Totem. Garbled. Garbled. So, this is cereal as in the breakfast cereal. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. So, totem... I mean, totem can sort of mean a variety of things, I guess. But I'm thinking that the cereal is trying to communicate in some way. (laughs) Well, I guess I'm thinking... Well, I'll think of cereal, but... You said cereal, but I started thinking of, like, alphabet spaghetti. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, but I guess you can like have cereal with, like, letters. Okay, so yeah. pasta or symbols. and breakfast cereal are both made of grain, so therefore close it's enough. fine. So close you can enough. go that way. So anyway, your food... <laughs> anyway, we'll just generalise. Yeah, we'll just gen- generalise a bit that your food is trying to communicate with you, but it's garbled. It's all garbled um, up. Yeah, it, it could be symbols. Like, totem... I mean, totem is sort of... Sim- it's a symbol. <laughs> Most okay, so mini game. <laughs> yeah, go on. Mini game. Word searches in your alphabet soup. Maybe right, it's so the totem know. trying to communicate with you, and it's a magical ancient totem, but it can only oh, communicate can through only food. Communicate you through your cereal. You through your cereal, or like your alphabet <laughs> soup cereal. Yeah, alphabet soup. It can only communicate through food suspended in liquid food. <laughs> the, the, it's very specifically <laughs> cursed totem. <laughs> 
Okay, so I like where this is going. Um, we have a theme. Where's the gameplay game. mechanic? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, defined word things is... It could just be a theme wrapped around an average, you know, word search word game. Word search game. <laughs> it's just, just, it's just it that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it has this really deep backstory, so it's really enthralling. Yeah, so every, oh, so, every so level... It's like those really game. cheap games that you can get. You know those those ones like the big fish games. They they have like the find the gumboots and all those sort of things yeah, you've, se- yeah. you've yeah, seen them before. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like that except just just word searches. But, but as in you between, there's this like amazing artwork with this really deep backstory and this magical totem communicating through you. Fa- you have to move from like find these food items to get new bits of information from your mystical cursed totem to be able to complete. Whatever oh, the game is, that's it. And the game have, is because yeah, you have to find the next dish that this totem is trying to communicate to. Yeah. So maybe it's actually like an open world game, <laughs> an open world like, <laughs> and you have to search for these all these food hotspots to find the food item that it's trying to communicate with. And yeah, exactly. Some like sort you, of hint you, to that. You smash the door open to a restaurant, and you're like, "Who's got the soup? <laughs> Who's go got on. the alphabet soup?" <laughs> Or it could be like it could be like a guy spills his pasta and it like writes a word like it, it makes on the wall on the spaghetti on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to look for food items to just like hit and just try to make splat so this totem has a chance to communicate with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the only way it has any effect on on your world is by subtly changing the way that food moves through space. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, very specifically cursed. <laughs> Who cursed this totem? Like, it's got to be something food related. Like, someone like spat in someone's oh, got soup it. once or something. Got it. Yeah. The flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> so wait, the it's... flying spaghetti monster cursed cursed a man, a man into being a totem, a man who did not believe hard enough. Did not believe hard <laughs> enough. In... Who thought that it was just a joke? And yeah. now the only way he can communicate is through flying spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure where the game mechanics even come out of this, except that you're just going wherever you can find spaghetti and throwing it. But I like it anyway. So, like, it sounds like So, fun. in between in between everything, it's just like a GTA clone. Yeah, it's an overall yeah, adventure okay. game. But the story, overarching story is you're trying to save this totem because, I don't know, your mother or something. I don't know. It was your great <laughs> uncle. your mother that got cursed into being this totem. And you just, you just want to save her desperately. You just want to find f- out what happened. Yeah. She disappeared suddenly. It's a test from the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah. To test your faith. <laughs> <laughs> test if you're a true pastafarian. Yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> well wow. I think that's about time to head into the eye of the storm let's go we're at lamestorming on twitter uh, you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash lamestorming email us podcast at lamestorming.com uh, search for us on itunes lamestorming two words and uh, rate us review us subscribe to us there for latest episodes check out our website lamestorming.com uh, we'd like to thank Kuridas for the opening and closing tracks, which is actually the same track now, I believe, uh, of this uh, podcast. Uh, Mount Defiance is that that's called. We'd also like to plug Zencaster for their recording capabilities. Uh, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. They're at Zencaster.com. They've got a lovely little free tier that we, that we use. And all we've got to do is plug it on our episode. And... 
Uh, also check out our other podcast, Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits at twoswearydads.com. Now, Reese. Yes. So basically you'll be able to find us on our website, uh, pinefirestudios.com, where we, we post uh, blogs every now and then with some cool art and some cool insights into game development and what we're up to. And you can also just find us on Facebook as well, uh, Pinefire Studios, where we just uh, post content sporadically and link to whenever we do a blog post. We're also on Twitter, at Pinefire Studios. We're there too. We post up occasionally there. So yes, feel free to follow us on all that if you want updates on our game and general game development sort of insights. Sweet. Fantastic. So let's head back into some more click pitch. Yeah, great. Here we go. Three, two, one. Click Rehearsal. Bawdy. Generalize. Trevor, have you selected, like, complexity sexual or something? Because... <laughs> say bawdy, like B-A-U-D-Y. Yes. So, bawdy <laughs> rehearsal. And what was yours, Reese? Generalize. Generalize. Yes, that's a rough one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. I just, just found out what that actually meant. I didn't actually know what bawdy meant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dealing with sexual matters in a comical way. Humorously oh, indecent. Be a, be a half this <laughs> show so far. W-D-Y. I think I said B-A-U-D-Y, but... No, B-A-W-D-Y. B-A-U-D-Y would be bawdy, like, you know, 2800 board mode. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing here? This is rather <laughs> sexual today, this episode. Yeah, it's been... Sorry, Reese, for, been a ride. for inviting you on this very sexually I, charged episode. It's been, it's been good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what were your other words? <laughs> generalize. Not sure. Yep. <laughs> and rehearsal. <laughs> so, body rehearsal, I can see, you know, some sort of burlesque show. Yeah. I don't know. It's the rehearsal for a burlesque show. You could go in sort of an adventure game, kind of, you know, that's just the setting for it. Now, generalize, though, unless we really twist it and turn it into like, Someone becomes a general. <laughs> <laughs> the general. Um, you know, they get generalized. Burlesque. You have to become a burlesque general in the burlesque army. Ah, so it's like army themed, or there's like an army themed section. Or maybe it's that you're playing a character and you really want to bring in this like army themed um, sh- part of the show and everyone else is against it because they're pacifists. Um, and then it's just a first person shooter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I didn't picture you going to a first person shooter, but I like it. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, and what are you shooting at them if it's if it's G-strings. humorously indecent? G strings. G strings out of the G string cannon. Cam- camo, camouflage G strings. G strings that you can't see. There's not that much material there. But, like, the parts that it is covering, like, you won't be able to tell they're there because you're just completely camouflaged. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Generalize is a real curveball. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm not sure there are, there's much in the way of game mechanics about generalizing things. Generalization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coding the game, you do a lot of generalization, but you know, that's less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Remarkably less interesting. I'm trying to come up with a way that you could actually have, you know, your 
your character goes into like a very complex situation and then he just generalizes it down to the most <laughs> yeah. linear linear sort of <laughs> sort of scene. Well it could be just like this the burlesque performance, but you've got to make it like sort of for everyone. You've not got to target anyone, you've got to like generalize it so it works for everybody right. in the audience. So you just you can't yeah, you, you can't like put anyone off. You gotta make sure Yeah. That- but you have to put everyone on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, that's what burlesque shows are for. <laughs> so you've got you've got meter you've got little meters above everyone's head, and if they start going into the red, well, you better switch it up. Bring out the camera. Yeah, they start going into the red. They go into the torture room of the. Of the <laughs> it's just trapdoor underneath them. Wow. Just I think that it kind of feels like that. This episode, like every game, has a trapdoor into the previous game we talked about. Yeah, it has been like that. The whole it's thing just is like very very games intertwined. all the way down. Yeah. Mm. Click pictures all the way down. Is this a VR game then? Like you're, yes. you're in your Vive, you've got it strapped, strapped on, and you literally got to like shake your booty and you got to attach. You have, to have the... a few extra Vive controllers. To yeah, attach I was going to say jiggly bits. All your jiggly bits. Uh, that's <laughs> the name of the game. If, if you got <laughs> jiggly bits, <laughs> jiggly bits. <laughs> Excellent. If you if you don't have enough Vive controllers, you know you can you can strap a Wii mode or something to your feet too. <laughs> Yeah, something like it's that. Got rudimentary <laughs> tracking <laughs> in it. Yeah, motion control. Yeah, well, or you just or you're using, you know, because I'm not 100 percent sure how the vibe works, but you could probably just get reflective stickers and put them all over your body and use some custom code to, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we could figure that out. That's up to the yeah, developers. Maybe. They'll they'll yeah. work. Could just make proprietary yeah. hardware. <laughs> make our own VR headset specifically for this game. Yeah, why not? That that'll make us a lot more money. It's the what did it jiggle jiggle party? That, that's a, that's not what I called it, but I think that's better. Jiggly, jiggly bits. bits, jiggly bits. <laughs> <laughs> well, jiggle party is the hardware. Jiggle party yeah, is the hardware party. platform. Because <laughs> you can use it for a few different things, mostly yeah, different games. burlesque related. But burlesque you know. or other sort of adult shows. There's yeah. different themes. There's burlesque. There's filthy strip club. Totally like cam. There's Home Alone cam with girl hubby or cam boy. <laughs> Torture home alone, chamber. Home Alone with hubby. So I assume not Kevin McAllister, is, unless he's, he's all grown up. He's your hubby. That's actually where I went. I, I actually thought you said Home Alone with hugging, and I'm like with oh. hugging, <laughs> with hugging, generalized hugging. Oh, that's getting. I'm just thinking, what the hell are, are the wet bandits doing in this? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this game really, it went from a stretch to like sort of working out. I kind of like where it went. Okay, I think we've got to move on. Yeah. That turned Let's out hope okay. that this doesn't go very sexual. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it cannot really at this point, but... Yeah. Okay, three, two, one. Click. Mothering. Sunflower. Handle. Okay, so it's it's like a garden tending game. Okay. Yeah. So you're mothering your sunflower. You know, you you've gotta you've gotta look after your garden and water it all and get it get it all growing nice and you've gotta physically handle the plants to grow them in the way that you want to, but not similar to evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the game because you you don't play as the tree, you play as the mother. Mother Earth. Mother Nature, and all you grow is sunflowers? Was that the other word? Yeah, sunflower, yeah. yeah. I feel like we can do better. I feel like we can do <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, no, that was, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> um. I mean, I can see that being a game, but it's not very funny. So, are you trying to like genetically engineer sunflowers that have 
handles on them so they're easier to hold. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, it's literally just generation after generation. You have to grow them in a particular like the you 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 selectively breed the ones that have grown in a particular way My to be God. more and more like a handle built in. It's just a simulation of like genetic engineering. And so, in order to get that handle to be able to hold excessive weight, you've got to um, sort of build in you know more of a, a hardness sort of part. Otherwise, oh, there it's are sort multiple, of floppy handles. There are and... multiple factors, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, why do <laughs> I'm not sure? I mean, sunflower. I mean, everything would be better with handles, right? Like, yeah. just make anything hold, easier to hold. So, I don't, I don't think we're too too going too far here. Um, well, I've got love handles, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> point, case Could it be point. used in a different way where it's like you're trying to handle something and like handle a situation. Like you can't just... You need to handle it. It's a real stressful game. You just need to handle it. These are violent sunflowers. Real violent. Well, they're, well, they're just... Well, actually, they're not violent. They're just, like, really manipulative just misunderstood <laughs> the manipulative sunflowers so like you're you're mothering them they're your children yeah and yep they're sentient but they're also little bastards yeah they're little fuckers yeah they just like they try to get away with everything it's like mummy i want to go out and see the sun and get some sun and it's like no we're trying to eat dinner here <laughs> eat your soil we're trying to consume our dinner from the ground here <laughs> yeah yeah i don't really think <laughs> yeah, there's a game <laughs> yeah, there's this... a game in there <laughs> no it's just it's yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do another. We we gotta know when we gotta know when to quit. And that's definitely about three minutes too late. Yeah. And three, two, one, click. Storehouse. Lichen or lichen? Lichen. Wait. Oh, lichen. Like L I C H E N. E N. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like. Well, a, mine's like con. A con the fruiterer. Con the fruiterer. Um, con. C-O-N. As in to con, presumably, since it's a verb. So you've got a storehouse of lichen. <laughs> You gotta con people into buying it because <laughs> it's useless. It, yeah, nobody wants lichen. But maybe you can you can sell it as the next great antibiotic. Yeah. So what was the third word? Sorry, other than like con and lichen. Storehouse. Storehouse. So yeah. So you just you've got a lot of it. You've been collecting it for a long time. <laughs> you've got a lot of lichen, and you're not really sure why. You've got this much lichen, but... Where's the game here, guys? Because how do you make a game about conning people? Because, like, AI isn't really there yet. No. Okay, so it's an always online multiplayer game, and you're trying to con other people into... So it's just this lichen economy that you have that you find yourself... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an economy, just based sort of game. And you just try to get as much lichen off your hands as you can. But unfortunately, the only thing people will pay you for it is different sorts of lichen. Um... Yeah, so you're trying to collect a specific kind of lichen. You have all these different kinds of lichen, but you want a specific one. And it's all about like swapping and trading your different lichens, trying to get the lichen you want without letting all the other players playing at the moment know which lichen you're trying to actually get. Because otherwise they'll be taking it, so you can't win. But you can also bluff which which lichen you're yes. giving them. Yeah, yes. yeah. So there's a bluffing mechanic or something, so you can like con them into getting a different kind of lichen, yeah, or like, okay, con so them into thinking that's the lichen you want to get. He says he has seven kilos of purple lichen, but if he actually has green lichen, then that's going to fuck me up because I've got pink lichen, and pink lichen doesn't if react you put, well with. Yeah, if you put pink lichen next to green lichen, then they both just they just really don't get along. They don't so, like each other very much. Yeah, they don't like each other. So <laughs> like in each, they ain't liking each other. That's a poor pun again. <laughs> I got to get one into every episode. <laughs> that was that was that was great. Yes.
I kind of like where that's going, where it's sort of um, this sort of game where you're trying to like fool each other or trying to like swap and trade these items and not trying to let people know what you're trying to get. But yeah, it doesn't really matter what it is, so it might as well no. be lichen. Yeah, lichen is just it's a it's great. Lichen's really cool. You guys should research lichen because I can almost 100 percent guarantee no one has made a game with the main currency being lichen before. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I definitely. I could be. You could be, but I don't think you are. Maybe they're doing that. Maybe that's a future plan for Evergreen. I'm not sure. Maybe. But- Maybe we're still in their thunder. Step on their toes. <laughs> so, uh, what what I'm picturing now is that instead of it being like a massive online world, maybe you're in like a, a smaller server and you've got maybe five or six players on there, and you get a storehouse of lichen at the start. Yeah, and just, the yeah, whole idea is just, so it's like a virtual board game, and these lichen like cards. You get like a bunch of lichen cards yeah. at the start, and you're just swapping and trading those around. There could almost be a like um, geographical sort of uh, part as well, like kind of like Pokemon Go, where there's certain types of lichen that are only available if you live in a certain area. Like we hook into your GPS, and you know particular particular strains of lichen will only show up in particular countries, and so you have to trade it. If you really want to collect them all, then you got to trade with the right people and, and build well, up the. You maybe know. the different kinds of lichen are just like it's very much like just a board game that. This isn't specifically about video games. Maybe it's a board no, game. No, we can do board games, yeah. Collecting these lichen cards, you get all these lichen cards, and they're all worth different points. Yeah. And you have them, and you've got to say, maybe you only get a certain amount of points for having a certain amount of each lichen card. So you're trying to collect these lichen cards, and at the end of the game, have the most points. But on your turn, you can trade these cards to each other. So someone's trying to get four lichen. So is it called lichen the gathering? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a so rolling, you're just trying to collect these lichen cards. A rolling stone and- gathers no lichen. Mm, but I don't know. I'm picturing that you've actually got to build your deck, kind of, kind of like you do in Magic: The Gathering. You build your deck and you go up against other people, and it's like, oh my god, he just played pink lichen against his green lichen, and that disintegrates both. Well, of them. Wait, are you fighting all these? Lichen, sends him to the shadow or realm, you, <laughs> or are you training them? I guess both. I guess they could be combative as well. Yeah, maybe. I feel like we've managed to go impressively far on yeah, lichen. Impressively one deep. Of words like, I'm liking it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's the end Next We're ending it on that End of episode No, not end of episode but let's it, do it, it was actually funnier than yours though, Ben Correct <laughs> Well, that's it I like to, um, you know I like Okay, to so guess, I'm going to change my complexity line. Because mine have, mine has been kind of weird today Yeah, they've been real, so, yeah. real out there Take it off horny Okay, I'll take it off average And I'll go Let's all go obscure and see what happens Yeah, right Okay <laughs> This is not going to work <laughs> No, it's not It's going to be great Three Two, one, click. Unofficiousness. <laughs> Non-reformation. <laughs> Over-mystify. <laughs> uh, okay, let's all look up those words. Uh, well, I mean, I know what officious means. Uh, Google says it's not even a word. Yeah, over-mystify doesn't come up as a word. It comes up as a two words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like unofficiousness. It's like, did you mean officiousness? Right. Yeah, mine like tries to separate it. Did you mean over mystify? Not over mystify? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't think didn't... that really works. Let's, no, let's work. all go very common. <laughs> yeah, super very common. Because right. we're pretty common. Ice. Leg. Author. Author, ice, leg. So so it's misery. You're an author. It's misery the game. That's where that's what comes into my head. You're an author. It's snowy it's frozen outside, legs. And your legs are busted. <laughs> <laughs> legs are busted. You're trapped out in the cold. Yeah, I mean, there there really is that that trope 
or that sort of common um, story story idea of you know the author alone in the cabin telling right? the story, right? Yeah. Or writing, That's... you know, or trying to write his novel, right? And it's snowing outside; it's icy. You have legs. <laughs> most <laughs> most authors have legs. Or oh, this one has lost here. his legs. This one's and lost his legs. The He's game is is him him Looks going through harder. all the adventures before he loses his leg and. Oh, so that it's just a framing mechanism. Yeah, it's like, a framing mechanism, and right. you're going through the game, and you and you're going, "Oh my God, his leg's in danger right here!" Oh no, it's he like, got when out is of he going to lose? Yeah, when is he <laughs> going? You know that he's going to lose his leg. And, like the tension comes from when is this leg going to fall off? What's going to happen? But I'm just imagining, you know, it's not actually going to be something, something to do with the gameplay. It's going to be like a medical reason that he had to lose it or something like that. <laughs> You've got bone cancer. <laughs> it's just a cut scene. <laughs> It's right at the end. Yeah. So it's like this author, he's, he's lost his leg. And the whole premise of the story is it's... The gameplay I'm imagining is like each... It's just a puzzle game. And each puzzle is consists of the author in a zany situation that he's he's written. It's a written, yeah. obviously made up situation. And each situation, if you don't solve the puzzle right, results in him losing his leg. So he's lost his leg in a real way at some point in time. And these are all just like right. cool and stories this is him he's like, writing about it. Yeah, this is him like working through that trauma. Yeah. So, like, writing all these cool zany ways to lose your leg. And at the end of the game, it turns out that he was on ice. Mm. <laughs> it's all yeah. just an ice stream. <laughs> or it could be just, like, the the real way he loses his leg was, like, frostbite or something when he was off in the Alps writing a story about bears. Bears. Yeah, bears. <laughs> I mean, of course. The best. there's so many... I mean, there's just so many good bear stories. Like, it's a... It's mm. There's a market for that, obviously. I can uh, think of one. The Revenant. <laughs> I can think of uh, Yogi Bear um, stealing picnic baskets. There you go. That's a good it's story. Like, it's a gritty reboot of uh, Yogi Bear and Boo Boo had, had to chew his leg off because they were stuck. Because <laughs> he caught in a bear trap. In the ice. Oh. The first person you come across is an author and you get to eat his leg. Eat him. Eat his leg. You've got to keep him alive so you can only eat his legs. <laughs> Luckily, he has 17 of them to begin with. Yeah. Because he's an author. playing on easy mode. Yeah. Author- Everyone knows authors are mutants. All of them. One more before we go into our last... Um, Segment. Three, two, one. Click. Building. Char. Lose. I feel like this very comment is, is a bit too broad. But anyway, so char, as in something is charred, like on fire. Yeah. And has been I'm, on I'm fire. thinking the building's been on fire. And you're going to lose the house. And you lose it because you burn it. And you lose the game. <laughs> there's no game mechanic. It's just you start you with a building, lose. you catch it on fire, it you have down. no way of putting it out. <laughs> it just burns down. Burns down, and the game says, "You think you, you can lose. do stuff to stop it?" Yeah, you keep trying. Like, there's just these little. There are there are like glasses of water around and stuff, but like, it it's not enough <laughs> to do anything against. So there's, there's, there are games that you can't win. Like, there's games that you, you you eventually lose, and it's all about lasting as long as possible. This would be a horrifying yeah. VR game. Like, literally, you start in this building and you're fully immersed. In flame. <laughs> you don't start immersed in flame. You have to try and, like, save the house, and if you don't, you lose. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that'd be kind of compelling. That'd be because, really, real stressful, too. Yeah, like, super stressful, but this sort of short-form experience, and you are just trying to find everything. You know, there are there are blankets around. There's, you know, some water. There's maybe one fire extinguisher, but if you don't 
sort of get to it quick enough or find it quick enough. Maybe it's like randomly hidden each time in a few different Yeah, places. so it's, it's just a randomly generated sort of house, like building yeah. blocks of a house that are built yeah. out and you're just put in a random room and it just starts burning. It just starts burning. And you've just burning. got to get around trying to last as long as possible in this house. And But no matter what, you always lose. Oh, definitely. I don't think there's a win condition. You could maybe no, escape. You could maybe possible, escape, yeah. but the building, you always lose the building. Or maybe you lose your insurance or your, or your deposit on the building or something like that. <laughs> Or maybe you burnt it down, like by accident, for a stupid mistake, and like you just lose all your friends and family. Either way, you can lose something. <laughs> Something's getting no. Lost. But I like that idea of yeah, like a randomly generated yeah. house, and there are going to be different things around the house that help you in in fighting mm. off this fire as long as possible, or maybe like long enough for the fire department to you know, or you have to get to the phone right, but you might be cut off from the phone, so you need to. Find another round, or put out enough should, of the. There's so many things you could do with that. Through. There's so many. But you, things. F- you find maybe a glass of something, and you try throwing it on. It turns out no, it was a glass of whiskey, and it just. <laughs> Why is it a glass of <laughs> gasoline? <laughs> Who lives here? <laughs> Whose house is this? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> that Excellent. Was funny. That is. <laughs> oh, I like I like that one. I think there's some. No, that's actually some like a, that'd be a fun yeah. game to actually yeah. play. Yeah, that's that's sort I of like the, the VR aspect. Yeah, well, that's like a real use, like good use case of VR is those sort of short form little experiences, and you can mm. do some some randomly generated stuff. So I think that that'd be great in VR, but it works not in VR too. You just clear yeah, the keyboard and mouse, the first person that's game, true. picking up and throwing things. But VR definitely makes it. I think makes it a lot better. It Maybe makes it a lot can, more fun when you're throwing yeah. things. Yeah, you're actually throwing <laughs> in things there. and you're having to aim the fire extinguisher. And we have a heater set up that is bound to when you're looking at fire. <laughs> Burn the <laughs> yeah. heater in your face to yeah, really immerse got a cus- you. Custom peripheral. And it actually gadget. just burns down your real house around you without you knowing. <laughs> you, take, you, take, you take the headset so off. This is immersive. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and if you lose in the game, you lose in real life. Yeah. So don't lose. That's what's missing for <laughs> VR, you know? Yeah, just a real sense of loss. Thing, the risk. Yeah. The risk. The yeah. risk to the real reality. You just keep trying to take the headset <laughs> off that's no longer there. No, I want to get out of the game. So, you oh, lost. Terrifying. You lose. Yeah, you yeah lose. that's really bad. It's <laughs> really scary. All right, so I think we'll move on to our final segment. Awesome. Uh, we, we did this last week, or last episode with Jack, which is where we take the name of your game and we try to come up with alternate games that will fit that name that you could make. Okay. Yeah, the, the, you know, if you just had the name, where would you take a game that, that isn't a cool black and white ninja first cool. person game? So, yeah, the game name is Kieru, which actually yes. means to disappear, go out, or be extinguished in Japanese. Yes. So we'll I, probably utilize that part of it. I think so, yes. We've I, just created the first game, which is Be Extinguished, and that's the fire that was in the <laughs> previous episode. So, we make that previous so we're done. We're done. Done. That's it. Segment <laughs> over. Ship yeah. it. Ship it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... That's that's two times in a row that that has actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we sort of did that last time. Um, well, I, well, I mean, we could take we could take some of that. Like, we could take the extinguish bit. Because obviously, you think extinguish, you generally think flame. Yeah. But maybe we also take the vanish bit and maybe it's like a stealth firefighting game. So there suddenly are, put fires there, out. Yeah, there are somehow stealth mechanics to this. And so you you, you can't 
you can't get in your fire engine and turn the siren on and come running because because the fire will escape because it knows you're coming. But yeah, it's sentient fire. Exactly. It's got really good hearing. <laughs> it's it's could be um, similar like uh, say like a thief style game or yeah. it's like a stealth game. Um, but just the enemies are like candles, <laughs> like weird <laughs> candle guys. So the yeah, way you're yeah. killing them, the way you're getting rid of them is to extinguish them, to put them out. Oh my out. God. That's awesome. Like, because, and their health meter is just like how like high their flame is at any point. Yeah. So nice. different parts of the map as well. Like if it's a windy place, they're going to have generally over lower health overall because it's windy and they're slightly flickering. Or maybe you can put them out with wind by setting up sort of like traps like that. Like, yeah. like to a dishonored style trap sort of system where you like... That's it, or just like cutting off the oxygen to a room. Mm. Cutting, yes. (laughs) That's the easy mode. I mean, I guess that would work in most games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Most things breathe. Yeah, I'm going to do that next time I play Doom. Just like hit the switch to cut the oxygen off to the room. All the demons are dead. Um, No, I like... like, Do demons breathe? I love the idea of the candles as enemies and having to fight it in in ways that you would fight fire. In ways to extinguish fire, Water, lack of oxygen or or wind or whatever. All sorts of things, really, yeah. Interesting. waiting long enough that they just burn down and run out of fuel. Yeah, that they just (laughs) run run out of fuel. (laughs) You just... You minimize the game, you set your clock on your computer forward a few hours, (laughs) and you just win. And you win. (laughs) It's the opposite of the other game. Yeah, always when, end when up the fire burns you down, wait, you've won. <laughs> you've won. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. It's the companion game to the last game. So maybe it's a multiplayer shooter. Yeah. Okay. But um, one team, kind kind of like in the fact that you know you got the black versus white, but in this one you got um, one team who can see in the dark and one one team that can only see in the light, and so one team's going around trying to light candles. And the other and the team's trying to extinguish, to extinguish the candle so they can they can sort of see. That's kind of cool, actually. Kind of nifty. Because again, you could you could sort of bring in some of those similar mechanics where you have things that like trigger, you know, a gust of wind through a through a hallway or whatever that blows out all the lit candles in that room, and then you you know, and then you rush in and you can take them out. Um, but the other team's got a flamethrower and they can just <laughs> light them again <laughs> and light it all back up. Well, they'd have to have, yeah, they'd have to have some sort of yeah, somewhat powerful moves more. to be able to light. To It'd be like an asynchronous like, sort of multiplayer where the team that um, thrives in the dark would be utilizing environmental mechanics to sort of do this stuff while the uh, team in the light has direct sort of abilities where they can like light fires or yeah, like, actually more directly yeah, affect these that's, things. That's kind of cool. Um, so it's sort of a, a twist on the existing game. but Yeah, um, yeah it's sort of just like a... Yeah, in a sense, but I mean, but it would, yeah, it would change the mechanics a lot. Obviously, yeah, it's still that, yeah, it's still that sort of multiplayer um, where, where around vision and such. You know, who can see who? But uh, mm. oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, nifty, interesting. So I was trying to think of other ideas and where you could take you know to vanish, go out, yeah. or be extinguished. But then I then I accidentally said vanish wrong and I said varnish. So I was thinking to you could varnish. actually have like you could actually have like a, a wood a wood sort of game and you know, you can turn the wood into into, you know, a shape and then at the end you've got to varnish the wood so that it keeps and doesn't, you know, dry out and, and, and go all weird. Any, so maybe there's a maybe there's a game mechanic in there somewhere. You it's just a woodworking sim where you well, just wait, get a block of wood and you like, shape it and then you varnish it. <laughs> Um, well, maybe it's maybe it's around reflect reflectivity. Like if you varnished it well enough, you can see the reflection of something. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Just by the way, that game would be called Wanisu Anuru. <laughs> to varnish. To varnish. <laughs> to varnish. <laughs> So um, it's a, yeah, it's a very different game. Any <laughs> any other ideas for? Oh, I don't know. I still games. I, I still like my idea of the stealth firefighter because I'm just thinking you like carrying you having to drag this hose around and make sure people don't trip over it and know, and find you and follow you. Like <laughs> I just feel like there's some good mechanics. There. You're a firefighter that's just somehow broken into the very pits of hell. Yeah, and you were trying to just, just <laughs> oh, like, man, make hell freeze to, over. You're just trying to put out all the fires in hell. And like destroy it forever and make your way to the devil. And by the time you get to the devil, you've just got these fucking like awesome firefighting powers that you've gained. <laughs> gained through your firefighting things. exploits. <laughs> know, but now you can just summon water elementals and things. Like it turns into it's less stealthy by the end. <laughs> less stealthy by the end, but but that you just yeah. a, no, I actually like the sound of that. That's cool too. Badass. So remember how we talked a little while ago, Ben, about the um, the force unleashed and how as you go on and you get more powerful, and the enemies seem to seem to come up with ways of yeah, defeating yeah, yeah, all yeah. your awesome powers. Should we should we literally go with that same idea where that we talked about during that episode, where literally you just get more fire that you got to you got to fight, but you've got like these amazing these amazing powers. Yeah, totally. Like, and so it's not halfway through the you know, it's not at, like at the beginning of the game you you've literally just found your way in hell. You're you're a firefighter. You're a rookie firefighter. You've got a hose. Somehow, for some reason, there are like fire hydrants in hell. I don't know. <laughs> you have to find a water source somewhere. <laughs> it's just you've got the hose. It comes from the surface world, right? So you fall into right, like a sinkhole, okay. into the very pits of hell. Oh, so you just you just walking like it's this third person game. You're just walking around, and the hose is just always like going straight up, like it's just coming down, coming straight down from out of screen above, wherever that comes from up there. Yeah, yeah. But you got to be careful of kinks in the hose and those sort of things. Or yeah, yeah. You can't wrap the hose around anything, although it's just stuck. No, no, that's that's it. You can't wrap the hose. Yeah, like there are going to be some real challenges there. In yeah, yeah, you can't like go around a pillar um, to try to get away from a demon who's going to see you because you're going to be unless you run back around the other way enough to unwind it. Backtrack afterwards. (laughs) But yeah, you're like spraying these these fiery demons down. But by by the time you're at mid game, yeah, you've like you've leveled up your hose somehow. You've got all these like water powers, and you're just like taking out tens or hundreds of demons at once but there's just there are tons of them at there's time. just so many more you and you're having to you know fire in the right direction but you, you're able to take them out a lot better as because you're gonna need to be power, powerful to fight the devil i mean come yeah on. to fight satan himself none of this oh we're gonna nerf your powers just because you've leveled up it's just gonna be more no. and more shit thrown at you yeah yeah, by the time you get there, you're just this hulking water deem- warding- water beast. You're no longer a rookie firefighter. You're something no. entirely different. No, let's see. You're all, ch- you're all like, charred. An experienced and- firefighter. <laughs> I've put out fires. At least three. And once you make it back to the surface, they give you a cool firefighter's hat saying how experienced you are. And that's how it closes. It just says like, "I I killed the devil," but it's just really little, and it's just a regular fire hat. Otherwise, you've earned your fire hat. Killed it's Satan. Just, it's actually what everybody has to go through to become a firefighter. <laughs> it's just a standard <laughs> trial. Yeah, yeah. It's just 
<laughs> you say, so what you finish you finish it and the captain goes no one cares <laughs> <laughs> i think it was almost like one of those situations where you like tell the uh, rookie trade to get the left-handed um screwdriver or something he's like yeah go go put out satan and go put out satan and he does put out satan <laughs> like, you get joke. back and nobody believes you you're back my god you've been gone for hours you actually believed us but but i, <laughs> I did, but i, I did it with satan <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all whatever. smoke and mirrors, literally. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody notices that there's now no longer evil in the world. They're just like laughing. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I think that about does it for think, this week. I think that's a good, fantastic a good idea to end on. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks so much for coming on, Maurice. That was. Oh, thanks really for having fun. me, guys. It's been yeah, great. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So if you if you want to check out. The development of Kuro, go check out Pinefire Studios and uh Yep, find us on Facebook, our website. Do you do you have a release date of any sort or are you not mid next year we're targeting, but okay. don't we're not hundred percent confirmed don't like it's gonna release mid next year. Don't don't send but that. Around then. Next year sometime is the plan. Awesome. Well good luck on that. Continue Thank development you. of the game. Okay. So Reese, should we develop any of these games? Uh maybe a couple of them. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh man. Nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we could yes. actually make this game. Fresh and new.